1948, the people in the British colony of Newfoundland faced a choice. They could become an independent dominion within the British Empire, or they could vote to join Canada in Confederation. The anti-Confederates are not going to get away with it. But St. John's was an anti-Confederate headquarters. Watch in particular the attractive bait which will be held out to lure our country into the Canadian mousetrap. Listen to the Stories Behind the History podcast for our special series, How Did Newfoundland Join Canada? Available now wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is a Secret Life of Canada crash course. Just a little bit of history. Okay, today we're going to look at Canada's first mosque, where it was constructed and who was responsible for building it. And the answer may surprise you. Okay, well, based on that, I'm guessing it was in the Yukon or maybe Labrador, somewhere that wasn't considered to be a major center? Well, that's actually a really good guess. Actually, Canada's first mosque was built in, drumroll please, Edmonton. Okay, so your hometown, Edmonton. That's right. That's right. My hometown. Although I had no idea about this story and didn't know this at all until very recently. So listen, this mosque really taught me a lot about the Muslim community in Edmonton, but also in Canada. So, for instance, the first Muslims on record in Canada were a Scottish family with the last name Love. And I will just say this is the record, you know, in quotations, because there must have been or may have been Muslim people in the territories long before. Mm -hmm. I mean, many of the enslaved African people that were brought here were from countries that had Muslim populations, and possibly some of the Chinese people who came here early on as well could have been Muslim. So... Right, right. That's why I say on record. Right, okay. But it's still really interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that and like that it would have been a Scottish family, but that's that's cool. Yeah, totally. Um they arrived in the 1850s and by the 1930s there were about 650 people that identified as Muslim living in Canada. Most were in Toronto and Montreal, which is not a huge surprise, but Mm -hmm. there was a small group that was in Alberta. Many countries in the world that had large Muslim populations were facing huge changes at this time. You know, politics, colonialism from both France and Britain, and religious strife. And because of that, migration began. Right. That makes sense. And a lot of the people who were leaving were, you know, over the old ways of doing things and wanted change. Many of them were women. All right. And where were they immigrating from? Well, a lot of people that settled in Alberta were from Lebanon and not all over Lebanon. Most were from one small town called Kirbit Roja. The people of Kirbit Roja shared language, but practiced a number of religions and were able to live pretty peacefully together. Well, that's good. Yeah. And this is an aside, but I fell down a major YouTube hole watching dub key dance compilations. It's a dance that's done in many countries in the Middle East, including Lebanon. A lot of Lebanese people post these videos, and it's so good. I watch so many of them. They've changed my algorithm now. <laughs> so I love like, when that happens. my YouTube, it's like all of these videos. But they're so much fun to watch, especially in these times, just, you know, watching people be together and celebrate. Right. It's great. All right. Well, I will stand by for some links. I want to see this. Oh, I will be sending you some links. So as the Muslim population in Edmonton starts to grow, the women take charge of trying to bring the community together. They organize dinners. They would rent out schools or other spaces to have events. And they started fundraising by selling lunches. Ah, that makes sense. It's always the women who, you know, get stuff done. 
And were they fundraising to build a mosque at this time? or Yeah. A mosque is a place where community gathers, right? Where faith, celebration, and education can kind of coincide. And one woman took the lead to make that happen. Her name was Hilwi Hamden. Right. And was she also from Lebanon? Yeah. So she came to Alberta with her husband, Ollie, in 1915. She was just 17 years old when they immigrated, and they first settled in Fort Chippewan, but eventually moved to Edmonton. They had six kids and just, you know, wanted a bit more opportunity for them. From the accounts I read, Hilwi was a really engaging person. And so in 1937, she and some of the other members of the Muslim community, they put a plan together to see if they could get a plot of land. They met with the mayor, and even though she was a bit nervous, she said, you know, we want to build a mosque here on this unused part of the land in the city. What do you think? I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what she actually said, but you guys get Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Listeners get it. And the mayor said, look, you don't have any money. And did I mention this was in the middle of the Depression? Because it was. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. The Great Depression was one of the largest economic downturns the world had ever seen. So I'd imagine this would be a really difficult time to be trying to undertake something like this. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Hillwee was undeterred and she said, we'll get the money. So the mayor agreed to it if they could come up with $5,000. The equivalent nowadays would be close to $100,000. So it's a big, it's a lot. Wow, that is. So what did Hilwi and the other women do? Well, one of the things they did was they put on their walking shoes and knocked on doors. They headed into areas like downtown Edmonton and, you know, they went to shops and asked for donations. And would these have been Muslim shops? No, every shop, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, whoever, they told them they wanted to build a mosque for the community. And a lot of people said, yes, we want you to have that. And they donated. They ended up raising the money from the people of Edmonton and all across Alberta. Hilwi and the other women also made food and crafts, you know, anything that they could sell to raise money. And those women from just 11 Muslim families would raise the money to build the Al-Rashid Mosque. It would be Canada's first and only the second mosque in North America to be built at that time. So, wow, that's huge. And that's like, that's really lovely. Yeah, it's nice, right? Mm-hmm. This is a nice story. Yes, it is nice. <laughs> nice Everyone, history. I like nice history. You're not going to be depressed today. I should stop like being surprised <laughs> by nice history, but sometimes it's hard to come by. Yeah, no, it's really nice. And, you know, this mosque was truly built by a community because it was actually built by a Ukrainian Canadian contractor. So it actually ended up looking like an Eastern European church, but the Muslim folks were open to it looking that way because it was just more affordable to construct at the time Mm. with the kind of materials they had and the money they had. So it opened on December 12th, 1938, and the city of Edmonton had an opening ceremony. The mayor was there, and the MC was a bilingual English and Arabic speaker. So it was great. The Al-Rashid Mosque became a community hub, and not only for the Muslim folks, like everybody. There was a time that everyone held events there. It was open to people of all faiths, and so it was great. But You know, by the 1980s, the mosque was getting too small for the now 16,000 Muslims in the city. And so a new Al-Rashid mosque opened. Wow, that's like that's an incredible amount of growth, too. That's Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. so. A new mosque. What happened to the original mosque? Well, it was, you know, it was in very rough shape. And the people did think about demolishing it until a group of women. Again, again, women. 
Again, women. Who's saving everything? Mm -hmm. Women. Many descendants of the women who organized the original mosque's construction decided to preserve it and move it to Fort Edmonton Park, which is a historical park in the River Valley. That seems fitting. That seems really fitting that, it, you know, this historical building would end up inside a historical park. Yeah. Yeah, because it needed to be preserved, you know. And mm -hmm. this new generation of women organizers included Hilwee Hamden's granddaughters. It took them a lot of work and years of fundraising and organizing. But the original was carefully taken apart and put back together in a spot where visitors can still see what the women of Alberta's early Muslim community built. Canada's very first mosque. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.